Welcome to the Weekly Holy Reading with Bree. Each week, I guide you and prompt you through a portion of Scripture with the discipline of Lectio Divina. If you're not familiar with what Lectio Divina is, I encourage you to go listen to the first episode where I briefly explain the discipline and talk about the process and different stages of Lectio Divina. Go ahead and get your Bible and journal ready and prepare to meditate on God's Word. This week, we will be reading Revelation chapter 13, 14, and 15. Today, I want to begin by talking about thankfulness. I am reminded of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, where Paul is talking about the day of the Lord coming like a thief in the night. He is reminding us that we are not destined for wrath, but we were created to obtain the salvation from Jesus. We are to encourage one another and build each other up. And then he concludes by saying, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God. There are many times in my life where things are going, well, for the lack of better words, crappy. And I just think to myself, Lord, how in the world can I be thankful for this? Well, something that the Lord has been teaching me over the years is that I don't necessarily have to be thankful for my circumstances, but I can be thankful in my circumstances. For example, I have some pretty big unknowns going on in my life right now. I really feel as though I have been walking in this state of limbo. When I grow impatient when I am stuck in uncertainty, I go to God and I say, thank you, God, thank you that you are the certain one, that you are never changing. Lord, thank you that you are constant, that you are consistently who you say you are. Thank you, Lord, that in the midst of so many things that are unknown in my life, I know you, and I know that you are who you say you are. When I'm thinking about not knowing what path I'm going down, I say, thank you, Lord, that you are the good shepherd. Thank you that you will never leave me nor forsake me, that you have gone before me. Thank you, Lord, that you are preparing the way keep my eyes on you because I know that you are the way and the truth and the life. So today, I want us to begin with a time of thankfulness. Right now, I want you to sit and be thankful for the physical body God 
has created for you. Sit with thankfulness that the Lord brought you into existence to be a part of His plan and His story. Now, I want you to be grateful for your mind. Your mind that is more complex even than what we can understand and imagine. Sit in gratefulness that that your mind can learn, speak, and know God. Now, sit in gratefulness that the Lord has given you an imagination. Ask Him to expand your imagination, that you would have eyes to see Him and that you might see Him and know Him better. Now, I want you to move beyond gratefulness and appreciation for what God has given you and press into God's character. Think about your circumstances around you. Be thankful for who God is in the midst of your circumstances. Now turn to Revelation chapter 13. I am reading from the ESV Bible. O Lord, we come to you and we invite you into this reading. O Lord, speak to us, teach us, transform us. Lord, help us to see the whole story. Help us to connect all of the parts and the pieces. Lord, teach us how to take these words to heart and learn from them and be able to show your love to other people through this passage. Amen.
Revelation chapter 13 And I saw a beast rising out of the sea, with ten horns and seven heads, with ten diadems on its horns and blasphemous names on its heads. And the beast I saw was like a leopard, its feet were like bears, and its mouth was like a lion's mouth. And to it the dragon gave his power, and his throne, and great authority. One of its heads seemed to have a mortal wound, but its mortal wound was healed, and the whole earth marveled as they followed the beast. And they worshipped the dragon, for he had given his authority to the beast. And they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like the beast, and who can fight against it? And the beast was given a mouth, uttering haughty and blasphemous words. And it was allowed to exercise authority for forty-two months. It opened its mouth to utter blasphemies against God, blaspheming his name and his dwelling, that is, those who dwell in heaven. Also, it was allowed to make war on the saints and to conquer them. And authority was given it over every tribe and people and language and nation, and all who dwell on earth will worship it. Everyone whose name has not been written before the foundation of the world in the book of life of the Lamb who was slain. If anyone who has ear, let him hear. If anyone is to be taken captive, to captivity he goes. If anyone is to be slain with the sword, with the sword must he be slain. Here is a call for the endurance and faith of the saints. Then I saw another beast rising out of the earth. It had two horns like a lamb, and it spoke like a dragon. It exercises all the authority of the first beast in the presence, and it makes the earth and its inhabitants worship the first beast, whose mortal wound was healed. It performs great signs, even making fire come down from the heaven to the earth in front of the people. And the signs that it is allowed to work in the presence of the beast, it deceives those who dwell on the earth, telling them to make an image for the beast that was wounded by the sword and yet lived. It was allowed to give breath to the image of the beast, so that the image of the beast might even speak and might cause those who would not worship the image of the beast to be slain. Also, it causes all, both small and great, both rich and poor, both free and slave, to be marked on the right hand or the forehead, so that no one can buy or sell unless he has the mark. That is, the name of the beast or the number of its name. This calls for wisdom. Let the one who has understanding Calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred and sixty-six. As I read chapter 13, I am heavy. I am saddened. 
I am conflicted. I think of a beast uttering haughty and blasphemous words. And I can imagine daggers into my eardrums. I just can't stand it. I can't even imagine the pain and the evil that people are experiencing during this time. Verse 10 pops out like a loud trumpet to me. Here is the call for the endurance and faith of the saints. Endurance is defined as the ability to withstand hardship or adversity. A marathon runner has endurance. Faith is defined as allegiance to a duty or a person. Loyalty. Think about your circumstances right now. Think about all that is going on in our world right now. What is the Lord asking you to endure? Are you being loyal? Are you having faith in the right things and the right people? Pause and meditate on those things. Now I want you to read chapter 14 out loud. As you are reading, reflect on the fact that everything in God's word is said for the purpose of sustaining and giving life. It has clearly been said that we should take these words to heart. As you're reading, ask the Lord how you can take these words to heart. Pause and read chapter 14. As I was reading chapter 14, my mind began to race and I began thinking, where is this going to happen? Who is the beast? When is this going to happen? What nation is he going to come from? Has he already risen? All of these things started racing through my mind. And the Lord began to slow me down and shift my perspective. After I slowed down, I began to ask the Lord, Lord, how can I take this information and use it for my life today? So I want you to spend some time journaling with him. And I want you to ask him, Lord, as I am reflecting on your true story, shift my perspective and draw me closer to you. Pause and do that. Now I'm going to read Revelation chapter 15. Then I saw another sign in heaven, great and amazing, seven angels with seven plagues, which are the last, for with them the wrath of God is finished. And I saw what appeared to be a sea of glass mingled with fire, 
and also those who had conquered the beast, and its image and the number of its name, standing beside the sea of glass, with harps of God in their hands. And they sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb, saying, Great and amazing are your deeds, O Lord God the Almighty. Just and true are your ways, O King of the nations. Who will not fear, O Lord, and glorify your name? For you alone are holy. All nations will come and worship you, for your righteous acts have been revealed. After this, I looked, and the sanctuary of the tent of witness in heaven was opened, and out of the sanctuary came the seven angels with the seven plagues, clothed in pure, bright linen, with golden sashes around their chests. And one of the four living creatures gave to the seven angels seven golden bulls full of the wrath of God, who lives forever and ever. And the sanctuary was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from his power. And no one could enter the sanctuary until the seven plagues of the seven angels were finished. As I read chapter 15 and got to the end, there was this excitement that rose up within me. The thought came into my mind that this is the beginning of the end of evil and the beginning of eternal joy. Spend some time joining in the eternal praises of our King. Expand your heart. Invite King Jesus to reside in the praises of your heart. Pause and do that. Now submit yourself to what has been read today. going to take what has been revealed to you today and live it out? How are you going to offer the love of Jesus to others today? Great and amazing are your deeds, O Lord God, the Almighty. Just and true are your ways. You are the King of all nations. Who will not fear you, O Lord, and glorify your name? For you alone are holy. O Lord, help us to have faith and endure the times Help us to stand 
in your hope, knowing that all nations will come and worship you, for your righteous acts have been revealed. Amen.